There's an old saying in Texas, and maybe somewhere else. Kidnap me once, shame on you. Kidnap me twice, shame on... Well, you don't get kidnapped again, unless you're Brian. Is a kidnapper out for a monetary gain? Or are they just looking for company? Or was Brian's company just worth kidnapping? Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Hello and welcome back to True Deception. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, my name is Clark McCarthy. I'm sitting here with Owen Ingmar. How are you doing, Owen? Um, you know, I, I'm doing okay. Uh, I uh, I wanted to thank you. I, I received your care package, um, a little DIY bourbon kit. Um, uh, to make my own in the bathtub of the motel I'm in. Um, And uh, I'm still messing around with the um, ratios of, uh, you basically sent me a bunch of cookie dough um, and uh, bourbon uh, and the ingredients to make more bourbon. Um, and what looks like a handful of uh, loose miscellaneous nuts. Yes, yes. Um, for people, I guess I'd say for people who don't know, but I don't think anyone knows, I am starting my own line of DIY cookies, uh, Friendly Clark's uh, Make Your Own Cookie Dough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the name of the business so far. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of bourbon cookies, a lot of bourbon cookie dough. Um, I think we're going to expand to like bourbon balls and bourbon brownies Mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully like bourbon soufflés if, you know, knock on wood, we can get those shipped correctly. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's all DIY, preferably in the bathtub, um, Mm -hmm. because I think that's how I like to enjoy my cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to get a nice bubble bath going and have some bourbon cookie. Um, it's more of a cookie paste still. <laughs> it's less yeah. of a dough because of how much bourbon we ask you to add. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got to say, it tastes wonderful. Um, I am experiencing slight blindness uh, from... Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, I wasn't sure if that was intentional, you know, like uh, when one sense goes away, the others are heightened. So I did feel like I could taste and smell the bourbon cookies a little bit better uh, because my sight had been impaired. Um, I wasn't sure if that was uh, in an intentional function of your DIY uh, set or if I had maybe mixed things incorrectly. No, I mean, it's not intentional we're still trying to get that part of it out of there but i do think it does enhance the experience mm-hmm. because you're now tense you know you're tasting you can taste it with every section of your tongue and and uh you can appreciate it on a different level also be aware uh if you do have temporary blindness what i have learned from the series daredevil is that you are more apt to fight now mm-hmm. so you are like if you are walking 
walking down a hallway with six ruffians, you may take them all out with a series of attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So be aware of that. Yeah. And based on my experience so far, um, those six ruffians might be um, a uh, bunch of kids who are staying at the motel with their parents for the holidays. Uh, and they might um, take uh, your honey bun that you got from the vending machine and push you in the pool. Uh, so it can go, uh, either way. Um, you might beat up a bunch of ruffians a la daredevil, um, or, uh, you might, uh, have your snack stolen and pushed in the pool by the O'Doyle children. Interesting. Yeah. And I think you never know. You never know. (laughs) Uh, That's, that's motel living. And, um, you know, you get some unscrupulous children around. Mm-hmm. That said, you know, if you are interested in pranking them, I think, why not? You know, maybe put some mouse traps in the bed or <laughs> some mouse traps in their shoes. That's some mouse traps in the bathtub. <laughs> that, well, and I guess you answered my next question is that my care package came with about half a dozen mouse traps. Uh, and I was not sure the purpose of those, but now I understand the purpose of them. Yep. I just think uh, turnabout's fair play and mousetrap. Um, I might have also come into a large shipment of mousetraps <laughs> that I may or may not be trying to get rid of. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? You know, two birds, one stone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how are things over there? Uh, uh, business aside, uh, business aside, I'm feeling, uh, great. I feel this new vigor right now. I got that top of the year energy. (laughs) It is 2021. Um, I've got my 2021 vibes going on. As you can see, I'm wearing my sunglasses that say 2021 on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've got my big top hat. This is 2021. And of course my shirt that says 2021 on it. (laughs) Yeah. And you can't see, but I am wearing pants that say 2021. Um, So I'm still peacocking uh, Mm -hmm. so much, but now I'm doing it for the new year. Um, I was walking down the street the other day and somebody was like, Oh, 2021, man, (laughs) what are you doing? 2021, man. And so I'm thinking maybe this is a character I could try to (laughs) for the whole year. Yeah. I would love to be 2021 man for the whole year. Um, bring, you know, fun times and joy to all. Now I don't want to put you on the spot, but you did attempt to be 2020 man at the top of last year. Um, so have you learned that? Uh, have you learned from that experience about how to make uh, this new character last longer? I see. Here's the thing. Cause 2020 man was my first attempt and it, originally it was going great. New Year's Eve when I'm 2021 or 2020 man, everyone's so excited to see me. By about March, people started wailing on me, <laughs> just absolutely kicking the shit out of me. Um, they took me as a physical representation of what people believe to be one of the worst years of their entire life. And they took it out on me. Mm-hmm. And so that was a very tough, you know, I had to 
put all this stuff. by June, I was like, okay, maybe people don't want to see the physical embodiment of the year 2020 walking around. Uh, maybe they'll huck eggs at it. Mm-hmm. So I think all things considered, people are going to be more open to 2021, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that outfit also was 2020 was just like a black outfit that had 2020 written on it. No, mm-hmm. thanks. Nobody wants that. This, as you can see, is silver. It's glittery. There is a cape. Mm-hmm. I have a staff that I'm walking <laughs> around with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it yeah. fires off glitter. <laughs> and you're carrying your bat, uh, your karate bat. Yes, I have, as you all know, I have my, developed my own self-defense that is very bat-centric, mm-hmm. bat-focused. So if people feel they are upset with 2020, just be aware, I can defend myself. I am happy to swing a bat at anyone's head mm-hmm. for not enjoying my character. Yeah. Um, well, it looks great. Uh, I, I like seeing one hand, you've got the glitter... <clears throat> the spurting staff and in the other hand your karate bat um i look forward to seeing 2021 man kick ass all year long thank you yes um there are talks mostly for me about developing these this into maybe a superhero comic book and maybe a franchise so yeah but i gotta get on it quick (laughs) yeah you gotta get on it quick uh you got a year to sort of pull that off Yes. So, but I'm excited. I, I, I think we have a great show coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we go ahead and introduce our guests? Uh, so would you mind introducing yourself and letting us know your relation to the case? Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. My mm-hmm. name is um, Crime Central and um, I kidnapped. Uh, what's his name again? Brian. Yeah. I'm sorry, your organization is Crime Central or your name is Crime Central? My name is uh, Crime Central. Yeah. Okay. Um, And you kidnapped Brian. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, I'm curious. (laughs) So we have discussed someone who... Um, was sort of inadvertently involved in the kidnapping of Brian. He was a man named Yost. He was at the Rainforest mm-hmm. Cafe. He said mm-hmm. a person who looked like Santa uh, kind of coerced him into pranking a man. And then he realized afterward that that prank was, in fact, uh, tying up somebody and throwing them in a van. And then that person drove away. Are you mm-hmm. claiming to be that that person? Or is this a separate kidnapping? Yes. Um. This is actually a separate time that I kidnapped the same person. That's just really funny. Are they, um, sorry, are they missing again? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. So you kidnapped him earlier and. Way back, <laughs> way back. Yeah. <laughs> You're Brian's previous kidnapper. Right, right. And he was, I mean, the guy is nuts. Can we say that? He is absolutely off his rocker, if uh-huh. I may use the phrase. Um, pretty easy to kidnap, I will say. Okay. So whoever was in that Santa suit um, would have had an easy time. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. A lot to unpack there. Um, let's start with 
what about him was nuts uh, and your uh, how long did you have how long had you kidnapped him for and uh what what le- led you to understand him to be nuts uh i had him for about a year <laughs> um mm-hmm. and i mean it was one of those things where you, where you meet someone they seem um like they're functioning normally right on the outside and then the more time you spend with them it just kind of they reveal themselves with their like true colors and Mm -hmm. uh brian definitely i mean he started losing his mind you know he started like asking a lot of questions and kind of just acting very erratically and it came to the point where i just had to let him go which was you know it wasn't easy for me i wanted to keep him for longer but i honestly i can't handle that kind of energy, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Sure. I think what do important. what do your other kidnappies? They don't ask questions or don't freak out. Which is actually funny. Brian was my first kidnappy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was my first kidnapped, and um, that's why. I mean, I came on here. He was really special to me, and um, you know all the kidnappings since have been, I would say botched, uh, kind of thwarted. And honestly, I could learn a few lessons from this recent, I guess, kidnapping and see how they do it right. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it seems like you came on here in part to figure out how to better kidnap Brian. Yeah. And if, I mean, if there's any like tips or tricks out there, just any quick (laughs) hacks, that would be wonderful. I mean, you know, no one has to come forward or say their names, obviously, but it would help me. Okay. Well, we, we have a little information on that. Um, but, uh, before that, so basically you haven't successfully kidnapped anyone since. So it's, possible brian's reaction to being kidnapped is what an ordinary person would respond to being kidnapped or what what was your expectation of a kidnappy well i read this book right uh about age 12 um and it was called uh, how to be brave (laughs) it's kind of like a 10-step program for recovering alcoholics but you read um, it as a child yeah okay Mm -hmm. I mean, I was kind of born into a life, you know, my name was crime. So it was hard to <laughs> escape. It was hard to escape that. Uh, but I'm, I'm thankful for every day. Um, mm-hmm. So reading this book, you know, it was talking about this kind of bravery required in tough situations and uh, against all odds, how you're supposed to survive and kind of thrive, you know, and, I expected that from him and it broke my heart a little bit to see him go. I mean, I kept him in a really nice basement. Like I wouldn't say it was like broken down. There was like a lot of insulation, heat, um, gave him three, three really good paleo um, meals a day. Um, Yeah. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but this is interesting because Brian was at one point a very, very overweight man and then later became a slender, a described slender man. Um, 
Do, was this three paleo meals a day for a year part of that <laughs> weight loss? Was he a bigger Absol- man when you kidnapped him? Absolutely. He was as big as they come and not in a negative way. And when I put him inside the basement, um, you know, it was a tight fit. But as soon as I got him inside those like paleo meals, getting him healthy, I mean, a lot of it was him kind of going through a weight loss journey with me. And I think, I don't know, I think it helped. I mean, has he maintained his diet? Do, do we have any info on that? Or uh, Well, we don't know the specifics of his diet, but he has been okay. like notoriously very, very thin. He's actually not allowed to wear a suit anymore because he is such a slender man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that it scares the local children. Um, I, I'm curious about this. How did you like, how did you get involved with kidnapping? And I guess what brought you to kidnapping and, you know, what drew you to Brian? Right. Yeah. But like I said, you know, tough childhood. I grew up in a suburb in California. <laughs> um, two very loving parents, a lot of support. and. Um, I guess really it was kind of destiny. Um, based on your name? Based on my name. Right on the nose there. Uh, I went to really good schools, but I was always kind of going off track. Kidnapping had always just been second nature to me. I would kind of just sh- shove a kid in the bathroom and hold him there for a while just to <laughs> get the release of just having someone within my confines and uh I got kicked out of school for that. And uh, it'd be mini kidnappings here and there, just cornering someone in a store or um, maybe so you, holding it. A- you define yeah. any sort of positioning somebody in a corner as a kidnapping. I- anytime you're counting those as kidnappings, any like. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, like I got I mean, stopped those- outside of Trader Joe's by like a Greenpeace person and I couldn't get around them, you would count that as like a mini kidnapping? That is a short-term kidnapping. That's <laughs> okay. what we call it in the freight, in the trade. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. So you were doing these mini kidnappings, quartering mm-hmm. people in grocery and, stores. Right. And I actually went so far as, you know, trying to maybe get some kids involved. I would hold their hands, maybe try to walk them away from their parents. But um, obviously botched, was caught. And Brian was the first person that um, was highly successful. And I think it was due to his like very positive attitude in the beginning. Um, hey. You know, I told him that it was kind of a summer camp. And that uh, we'd, there'd be a lot of activities, a lot of like water games. And he kind of fell for that, was in my basement. Never tried to escape, to my surprise. Um, but I think I became a kidnapper for real because of him. Oh. <clears throat> so he went, he, in, he never tried to escape, but he did go nuts. Uh, mm-hmm. And you let you let him go is a result of that yeah i had to let him go unfortunately i mean he you know you know the story jekyll and mr hyde uh, <laughs> he turned jekyll and not well he turned hyde i was well, gonna say i think <laughs> doctors 
I think Jekyll was the scientist. Well, in a way, he did become a doctor and how pretentious and annoying he was. So I would say he turned Jekyll. Okay, so when he went crazy, he just got very pretentious. Is that? Is that uh, he was very, he was picky. Like it'd be little things like, can I have this comforter over this comforter? No. <laughs> can I have, um, sorry, can I have more of a yellow tone in here? No. Like it would just be little things like that. And I felt a little used, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, you so as a kidnapper, I, I'm just I want to be very clear as like what draws you to kidnapping. You just do you just like the presence of a person that's sort of under your control? Or yeah, it's a very yeah. it's the dominance aspect, I feel is what I'm drawn to. But honestly, if we're being honest, I just I like the company, you know. Yeah. I think um, you know, not to sound too sad, but uh, I don't have many friends and, uh, and you know, people don't really want to stick around and I kind of have to trap them there. And um, I never complained about it, but, you know, I don't understand why no one wants to be friends with me unless I trap them there. So I don't know. Maybe you guys could help me out on that one. <laughs> how, how to make friends? Yeah. Yeah. Like why, what do you guys do in terms of like, you say hello, you Mm -hmm. kind of bring them to a corner. You kind of put some tape around, no tape around the corner. (laughs) Tape, tape. No, no, we don't, uh, you know, cornering people is usually not a good start friendship wise. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. No people listening. Yeah. But the tape, when do you start to, and put the tape on the person. Um, I've never taped a friend uh, personally. Um, yeah. Although, except for one time I made a duct tape outfit for a friend, you know, where you do like a duct tape soup, but that's not that. Right. Right. And I oh, made a friend is... out of duct tape. <laughs> oh, Oh, wow. I'm, I didn't know that tape wasn't involved at all. I mean, and then, okay, you get into the conversation. When do you invite them into your lives forever? Where's that point? Uh, I mean, usually it's best not to just like bring up that you want somebody in their life forever. You know, you kind of take it interaction by interaction and then you sort of connect with that person on things you have mutually in common. And then you'll text or call or hang out or something like that. Usually that's, that's, what happens but they 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 go off and live their own lives and you live your life and then occasionally you sort of meet up and and get to enjoy that time together mm-hmm. but do you do you ever actually meet up or are you just kind of talking about meeting up and then never really meet up well i mean there's a decent amount of that as well with it with any good friendship is like talking about like oh we should you run into each other and you're like oh we should definitely hang out more but neither of you mean it um but you know that's also fine. That's that's part of the human experience. Uh, no, that all sounds really yucky to me. Like um, I could gag at that. I think my way is the highway. Sorry to say. Yeah, I I mean, as I was describing it, I could see you sort of uh, opening up a, a roll of un, like opening up duct tape and sort of just like wrapping it around things in anger. Um, yeah. 
it's a habit, a nervous tick, if you will. Yeah. If you I don't mean, mind me saying it, it, it appears that uh, you like to keep things close to you. You have duct taped like a glass of water to your arm to make sure it doesn't get away from you and your, <laughs> your keys to your house. Um, yeah. I mean, exactly. How many times does the average person lose their keys? I'll tell you. What, one every second. One person <laughs> no. every second loses their keys. I read that. I read that. Okay. Okay. And I mean, have I created a solution to that? Yes. Have I been credited? No. It's okay. How many times do people get dehydrated? One in four. One in four people get dehydrated about one in fourth of the day. So it these are my answers. I mean, what what are your guys' credentials? Sorry, like what paper are you writing for? Uh, uh oh no <laughs> you mean me? for this investigation yeah it's, what's the paper uh there is no paper this is uh it's just a podcast investigation i am starting a competitor to mad magazine called time magazine um <laughs> but uh that's as close as we're getting to actually um and I don't think that's going to be more goofs. I don't imagine much investigative journalism, uh, except, you know, like um, uh, where the fudge is made around the corner, possibly um, if the lemonade is made up top uh, or up front. <laughs> uh, but other than that, my magazine will not cover any investigations. Um, but we're, we're not challenging your methods or your stance that you invented duct taping things to yourself is that your is that what you're claiming have you seen anyone else do it has the president done it no so it's true i i will agree you've not seen the president do it (laughs) if i haven't seen the president do it then it is a fair game for an idea to claim she is the law of the land and whatever she says goes so so you're saying this is not going to be in print. None of this is going to be on print and paper. Well, I mean, Ooh. ideally, some news publications will write us up because of what a great investigation we've done. But yeah, I think podcasts are the mediums of the future. Um, so my picture won't be in the paper people at hear all. It. Oh, no, I okay. mean, as a kidnapper, do you want your picture in the paper? Mm, that feels like question. that's bad for business. As much publicity as I can get is, I mean, I've been to jail a couple times, but I was, you know, act my best, get out um, pretty easily, just basically good behavior. But um, the cops kind of know my deal now, so they're okay with it. So it's as much as I can get my cause and my voice out there, uh, the better. And print is the best way, in my opinion. Well, you're not going to, I, I agree with you there. Uh, print is timeless. So, um, uh, no, no argument there. What was your name? What is your name? Uh, my name is Owen Ingmar. Owen. I like the sound of that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just, I just would like to chime in real quick and it does feel like you were maybe, Maybe it's the gears are working in your head that I'm going to kidnap Owen, and I would ask you, please do not do that. What? That is crazy. Okay. 
I only kidnap people who are willing or, well, sometimes they're, most of the time they're not, but I mean, look, I'm just trying to make friends with Owen, normal friends. Hey, we right? can be friends. Good luck getting me into a corner because I sanded them all off of my motel room. I live in a big dome, so you're not cornering <laughs> me anywhere else. We'll just go round and round like a roulette wheel. Yeah. yeah. For Owen, uh, Owen believes in sort of that corners are sort of like antagonistic to open and and uh, and respectful. <laughs> thought so mm, yeah i mean you got so me I, there because i, I live in a corner. round room yeah yeah so, good and luck. I, I need a corner well i could figure it out how'd you get the one round room <laughs> in all of the world no i sanded it uh um, no. <laughs> uh yeah uh which i know probably doesn't make sense when you're thinking about it uh sanding corners into round spaces um but what i did is uh i used a bunch of bricks to fill up the corner and then i sanded those bricks uh so um there there's not an edge in this place i'll tell you that uh that's that's incredible owen i mean thank you wow i'm you're very handy the way you constructed that dome now, if I don't mind saying, that's a good way to make friends and possibly get yourself a kidnappy. Compliments. Oh. Flattery will get you everywhere. Your voice sounds like cheese on toast. I don't know what that means, but the way, even just the delivery of that tone. You've never had cheese on toast? <laughs> Is that a thing people like? <laughs> I've had like a grilled oh. cheese. Are That's what I have. Grilled cheese? Nope. I'm talking about cheese on toast. Maybe in between two toasts. <laughs> Melt the cheese? Else. Maybe. Sometimes. That's a grilled cheese. <laughs> sometimes yeah. we raw dog it. Sometimes it's just a plain piece of cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I like that expression. <laughs> I don't think cold cheese on hot toast is called raw dogging it. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's the only way it's used. <laughs> you raw dog the toast you guys are ridiculous Owen do you want to come over look I I appreciate the invitation and I'm not saying no to it um, I have been hitting the bourbon cookies uh, pretty hard so I could stand to lose a few LBs and if you've got three paleos a day I don't mind saying that sounds enticing alright how about it the sounds like one? you're kind of <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you mean Clark? Clark, yeah. Uh, I gave you? you basically a yes. I don't know why you're uh, dismissing me uh, immediately. But crime might like be a, a volume kidnapper. <laughs> I like a bit of a catch. You know, you were a bit too easy there. Oh, um, okay. And I don't like how you treated me with the cheese on toast. I want to see what Clark thinks about that. I I have to agree. I'm not a big fan of the raw dogging in that in that or maybe any context. <laughs> That's uh, fine. We can anti dog it over here if you want. Opposite rod. We can cook dog it all you want. I mean, not in a sexual way. I just mean you're gonna stay in my house forever. Is that okay? 
I, okay, well, real quick, Cook Doggett does first. It's weird because Raw Doggett disgusts me. Cook Doggett is adorable to me. It's a delightful phrase. But I unfortunately currently have a uh, I have a person, a stalker, living in my attic, and I think that is a responsibility to make sure that this person has a person to stalk. And is it Jim? Is this Jim who's stalking you? Um, I, we actually, I'm not sure if this is his legal name, but he told us his name was Baloop. Baloop. Do you know Baloop? Absolutely. We went to college together. Yeah. I'm astonished he went to college. (laughs) (laughs) He is a highly educated man and, um, quite, quite the tactical stalker. I'm happy he's with you. Wow, I didn't know this was like there were circles here. I'd like that. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, can I ask you real quick? I- I'm curious because you said you have two loving parents. Uh, you were you mm-hmm. raised in the suburbs. Why would do you know? Like, did they ever explain to you why they named you Crime? I believe they were in a fight that day, and I believe I was kind of the revenge. Um, my mother took on my father. They're fighting about tiles in the bathroom. And basically all the conversation went was like, well, if you want so-and-so tiles and I'm going to name our daughter crime. And my dad went, no, you, you're not. And I'm put, I already put the tiles down. And then she said too late. I named the daughter crime and I put it on the certificate. Now her name is crime. Are you happy about that, Charles? And then Charles went, no, I'm not happy about that. Her whole life, her name is going to be crime. And she said, yep, well, it's official now. And basically, that's how that went. Mm. So it wasn't like a pilot inspector or like an Apple, like a fun, just trying out new names. It was literally done in spite uh, a domestic spitefulness. Yeah. And then I kind of, uh oh, no, no, please go ahead. I just kind of, I melted into the name. I fit it. I fit it really comfy. You know, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, For people, uh, I guess, you know, for listeners, uh, crime is wearing like a black and white (laughs) striped shirt, (laughs) like a, like a robber character from a cartoon um, and like a little black eye mask to cover mm-hmm. up so yeah but yeah it seems have like you ever, you've really fallen into it have you ever heard of the animal the raccoon these have i heard of the raccoon yes i've heard of the raccoon <laughs> these guys are geniuses i mean the way they walk around the way they hold themselves i've taken a lot of inspiration i don't know if a lot of people know about them but uh quick recommendation if you haven't seen the raccoon Go ahead, check it out. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll check out a raccoon. I mean, I I thought I you know maybe I've taken them for granted. I feel like I know a raccoon pretty well, but I'll give it another. Um, I'll give it another look. Absolutely, that's where I fashioned um, this mask as an inspiration from. Is from you know the raccoon. Maybe you could kidnap me and show me some raccoons. All right. Listen, Owen, um, this has been fun. 
but <laughs> I'm kind of kind of more interested in Clark at this point. I'm sorry to say. Um, I hope you don't take that the wrong way. I mean, I don't think I take it the wrong way, but I do take it personally. <laughs> well, I hope you don't take it personally. Is it too late for that? Or are you already taking it personally? <clears throat> yes. You are specifically picking my best friend uh, over a kidnappy, a uh, kidnappy oh, over me. God. You know, this is exactly how Brian acted all picky and, oh, why don't you let me out to see the sun? Okay. Just <laughs> life throws you hits. You got to catch them. It hits you. And you life throws, throws hits. you hits <laughs> and you have to catch those hits. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I'm not well, clear what that's an allusion to. Uh, baseball. Oh. Right. I guess. I, I think so. The bat comes at you. You catch that hit. <laughs> I'll take your word for this. <laughs> I don't. I would just like to make a final sort of plea that you try and kidnap me. I've got <clears throat> the round room much harder. Mm -hmm. Clark has so many corners. That's where Clark and I differ. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, I've added some corners in, into my house. Yeah. Because um, hmm. it's, I find comfort in a corner, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah, if I'm like having an emotional night, I'll curl up in the corner with a mm -hmm. candle, reading a book, and it's just, I, I'm safe now. I'm in a corner, you know? Yeah. Clark's floor plan is that of a 20-sided die, which is, <laughs> I believe, 20 corners. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it gave me a lot to chew on. Um, I guess I'd want to know first what both of your zodiac signs are. And then I could really figure this out. Mm, interesting mine uh, is whatever the raccoons is uh, mine is a raccoon yeah oh and that's not gonna work you're out clark uh, i got a, you i mean i'm a capricorn uh but i don't really know perfect. anything about that perfect easiest catch biggest reward <laughs> best setup best payoff you know what's interesting? I read a horoscope once uh, for Capricorns, and it did say that you are the, that like Capricorns are the easiest people to kidnap. And I thought that was very weird at the time. <laughs> I was like, why would you ever put this in? Yeah, I actually wrote that article. Was it the 19th version of the horoscopes uh, in Riverdale, Ohio? Yes, I, that is. I get a I get the local from Riverdale, Ohio. And yeah. I wrote yeah. that. I mean, they are. Guess what Brian was? Brian was a Capricorn. And he's wow. a Gemini. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Different. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Well, do you, I'm curious, because you, you were with Brian for a year. Is there anything, you know, surprising about Brian that maybe we don't know about him? Because you, you had sort of an inside look. Yeah, um, he likes to knit. That's something he really enjoys. Um, I mean, I really didn't get to know him. Uh, I had him for a year. We talk every day. But some people just don't let you inside, you know. And uh, 
I guess that's the one thing a kidnapper can't do is kidnap the soul. Um, <sighs> that's the one. So if you see Brian, that's the one thing that all can. That's the <clears throat> in the book. Um, the one thing a kidnapper can't do is capture the soul. Yeah, okay. that's God's mm. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see that you do have a, uh, a like sort of an embroidered sign behind you that said "God kidnaps the soul." Ex- yep. Yeah. I and you know, guess who made that Baloop? He made that one. Really? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is fantastic. We got to get Baloop back on here and ask him about that. He didn't mention anything about his ability to crochet. Oh, he's a wonderful crochet. <laughs> I mean, the crocheter. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> All he told us about was his shrew collection, really. He has a lot of shrews. Yeah. He needs to stop talking about that. He's never going to make any friends if he keeps talking about those shrews. <laughs> hey, that's good. It's good that you see that. I think I think friendship is within your, the sights. I think all you need to do is kidnap someone uh who owen owen i can tell you're trying to suck up to me and i don't appreciate it okay i'm looking for a hard catch how many times do i have to say that i'm sorry you're just not my match fine i'm sorry to kidnap me i'd probably be too hard for you to kidnap anyways (laughs) well well when you say that now i'm intrigued so Mm -hmm. what do you mean I'm going to come to that dome and figure it out. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I real quick want to chime in. Owen is one of the uh, quickest men I've ever met. He is lightning fast in terms of, of getting out of a jam. Um, (laughs) He famously parasited an FBI agent for a while (laughs) and he would get up to that kitchen and I remember you would be on a FaceTime. You'd be like, hold on one second. You take food out of his hand. He would look at his phone. He'd be holding a string cheese. You'd take it out of his hand. You'd run back to the basement. It was, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh, and you're starting to look a lot better. uh, I've got to say. Thank you. And Clark, thank you for wingmanning me into a possible kidnapping. Yeah, I don't want to see you kidnapped, but I do want to see you happy. So that's all that matters to me. <laughs> thank you. Well, all right. Uh, I, crime, this has been so interesting, so fascinating. Um, we've really loved being able to sit down and talk with you. I'm curious if we are able to find Brian is there anything you'd want us to to tell him for you? Yeah. Um, tell him simply that I, I miss him. And uh, he doesn't have to reach out. He doesn't have to say anything. But uh, I'm thinking about him all the time, you know, and also about the diet. Really curious if he's kept up the paleo diet. So if you could just ask him about that, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, speaking of which, did you give him a paleo diet because he was overweight? Or is that just like the diet you give to people when you're kidnapping them? That's the kidnappers uh, (laughs) that they give to their kidnappies is the paleo. Yeah. 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 Do you think he slimmed down enough to slip through whatever you had him 
It's funny you mention that, Owen, because I had um, installed bars uh, with open air, uh, kind of like um, a jail cell uh, in the basement. And, uh, you know, he slipped right through them. It's funny you mention that. He slipped right through them like a slicky little slender man. And uh, I mean, after that, it was end of story. It was closed book. But uh, yeah, I still got the slime for his, from his slender man body on the bars. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> what? That's how thin he became. He got slime on him. He never told you. <laughs> He, what, he cleaned up the slime? We haven't talked to him, but you were the first person to mention that he's liter- actually slimy. Yeah, he got so skinny, he produced slime, slicked right out of there. That's what happens. Wow. Wow. That is a huge revelation. Yeah. I mean, I got to clean it up. I've been putting it off for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. The slime wow. is still there. You might want to turn the that o- over to the authorities. It might help us track. Might help. I did it. I asked them. They don't want to. They don't want to check it out. But um, yeah, I gotta get a pretty like a bleach type of detergent. It is sticky, sticky. Yeah. No. So that wow. is disgusting. <clears throat> yeah, and you know what? It may be the clue in finding him. Maybe I gave you the p- last piece of the puzzle. Maybe I gave you the final piece. <laughs> and one of you now is going to go, oh, my God, I solved it. In five, <laughs> four, three. Wait, now you think this is going to yeah. happen? <laughs> <laughs> I just told you he was slimy. Yeah. One of you remembers all the slime you saw at that one bar in the back. I noticed on your shelf behind you have the full series of the show house. And what you're describing is like a moment from the show house where like somebody says an arbitrary thing and they're like, Oh, that's the thing that will, that will solve this. Is that kind of what's happening here? I don't like how you read me like that, but that's exactly what's happening. That's how people solve these things. It's that aha moment. And I feel like I gave it to you, handed it to you almost. So mm. any, any moments like that coming on for either of you? Uh, well, I can't, I mean, I will speak for Owen and myself. We are famously not, we famously, neither of us has ever had an aha moment in our lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's disappointing. It's but. true. I mean, I'll be thinking about that slime for a while, but I don't know that any, um, yeah, uh, Clark and I uh, actively avoid aha moments. We believe that. Um, <laughs> what is the opposite of an aha moment? Uh oh. Well, I'll just say I. I think we. Yeah, we do have some uh oh moments, which are like something bad happens, and then we learn something very quickly, but it's too late to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in general, we're sort of like. Um, we learn like a, like a drill into concrete, just sort of like mm-hmm. a slow, maybe a drill is not a good expression, but it's just a slow, arduous process of learning. Like a frack, like a fracking, a fracking into the case. Yeah. I, yes. I like that vibe. We're big I'll help frackers. You guys out. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just come on every week, help you guys out, solve this thing. Uh, now, 
it, this does feel like you're sort of angling for the uh, kidnapping uh, sort of uh, I mean, relationship. I just, you know, I put it out there. I, I invited myself. I thought that's what friends do. Just kind of proposition and see what the others do. You guys told me to do this. So how to make normal friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of air quotes in that. If yeah, but there were a lot of finger quotes on that. Because uh, I don't, I don't buy sense. it for a minute. Okay, I don't think either of you have had a friend like a kidnapper has had a friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful relationship. I actually, I invite you to explore it. Maybe, maybe we'll. I mean, we okay. we're both open-minded people. Uh, I'm curious, how many? Uh, I guess kidnap friends you have right now about 20 <laughs> okay they're all they're out they're like not within my reach but there are about 20 out there yeah oh wow wait, if they're if they're not within your reach <laughs> how wait how <laughs> like <laughs> uh they made a promise to me that they'll come back so yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said that, you know, like, hey, I promise you I'll come back. Can you let me go? Sure. So I got about 20 of those. <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> okay. And you talk to them regularly? No, haven't heard from them in a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I but feel they'll, like they'll come back, right? You know, for their sake, I'm probably not going to press that issue <laughs> anymore. <laughs> of course um, you wouldn't, Clark. Of course you wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know if that's a dig. Uh, <laughs> I'm not clear if that is a dig against me. No, it's just, you know, like I said, sometimes people show their true colors when mm. it comes out. When it comes out. No. Um, well, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'll just say, I'll say it one more time. Slime. (laughs) Yeah. Anything? You started a a countdown clock. (laughs) All right. Well, if I'm the one that solves it, put me in print. Okay. We will. We'll. I mean, you're at least, I'm at least going to do something with the slime in Time Magazine, but I don't know what it is yet, but I'll give you credit. Um, Thank you. And good luck kidnapping me. Oh, I will. I will have good luck. It'll be a cheese on toast that gets you in the end. <laughs> I don't. I, if you think you're going to raw dog me, you got another thing coming. <laughs> Honey, you don't know the. You don't know the first or the end of the story. <laughs>